0: I'm chewing my coffee bean.
1: Give everyone a second. I forgot to tag me in it.
0: It's alright.
1: Hold on. Tag friends. I can tag.
0: I'm going to type it in.
1: Oh, no wonder. Uh.
0: Sane. I don't have friends that's...
1: Name Zane. Oh sucks. What up, Ron? Hi, hey. Ron. How you doing, buddy?
0: <laughs> How's everyone today? There's
1: your mom. And Tracy. I see Tracy liked it.
0: Hey, Tracy. If you guys are joining us, go ahead and share our broadcast because... We're gonna get wiser with the risers. I think
1: we're just gonna start calling it that.
0: Cool. Feeling we're better? glad you're doing better.
1: Yeah. We Be good to see you guys tomorrow.
0: Yeah. All right. Welcome, everyone.
1: Give it a few minutes.
0: Share our broadcast.
1: See if people log on. Got a haircut
0: got some espresso beans oh, yeah. and it was keeping us awake.
1: So I'm gonna share a quick story today. So you'll wanna hear this one, it's very interesting. It is probably one of uh, my favorite stories and it really is a touching, moving story. So, and I probably should have put it in the caption, but I'm gonna tell you a story
0: We're going to do... He's a librarian now. He's going to tell a story, guys. All right.
1: Sorry. Yeah. All right, y'all. Sit down. I'm going to tell you a story. All right. (laughs) So, back around the early 1900s, around 1908, there is this boy who went to school, and he wasn't a very bright boy, and... The teacher gave him a note to give it to his mom, and the boy couldn't read. So he gives it to his mom, and the mom starts crying, and the boy looks at it and says, Mom, what's wrong? And the mom looks at the boy and says, Nothing's wrong, sweetheart. The teacher just wrote me and said that uh, you're too smart, and they can no longer teach you in their class. And they said, You're going to change the world one day.
0: Hi, Auntie Denise. Hi, Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Denise. I'm interrupting. I want to tell people
1: hi. And you're going to change the world one day. And years go by. Let me start
0: again because. I'll go ahead and start
1: again. There's new people. I'll start the story again. All right. (laughs) So there's this little boy who brought a note home to his mom from school. And when the mom. And he couldn't read it because he was too little at the time, or he just didn't know how to read. And. This took place around 1915, 1908, and he hands the note to his mom, and his mom starts crying, so he asks his mom, what's wrong? And he goes, and the mom tells him, nothing, sweetheart, the teachers just wrote and said that you're too smart to be in our school, and we can no longer teach you, and that you're going to change the world one day. So from that point, the mom homeschooled the boy and taught the boy how to read, how to write, and ended up teaching this kid how to do everything. And he ends up becoming one of the greatest physicists in the world. And I'll tell you who it is at a minute. But years go by, he finds the note that the teachers actually wrote to his mom. And the teacher ended up writing, your son is too dumb to continue in our school. He will never amount to nothing. So we figured we'd just send him home because there's no point in him being in school. And if you don't know who this boy is, this was Albert Einstein. The person who is the greatest physicist of the world, and you see, he helped with the nuclear, um, the atomic bomb in World War II, Germany, And, and you see that he actually did change the world, and he did great things, and he, and this goes to tell you,
0: hey Amanda, what up
1: Amanda? And I wanted to talk about a little bit about truth and the importance of it, because oftentimes we are shaped by the truth that we are told as kids, we are told throughout our entire adult life, and it ends up shaping us into the person we are today. But that doesn't mean everything we are taught is necessarily true. And I wanted to talk about the absolute truth, which is God's truth. What God calls you, what God says you are. Because as you can see here, words were very important in in this boy's life. And you can see if he took what the teacher said and the mom ended up calling him dumb and the mom called him stupid, you would have never seen Albert Einstein in that position. And honestly, he, with him creating the uh, atomic bomb for the United States, America may have not looked the same as what it does today. So you gotta realize this was a, a man that changed the world in an event in history in the 1940s because of a choice that his mom made Years before, and not to go off of what professionals said, not to go off of what teachers said, but instead said, No, my son's not going to be this. My son is going to be the best he can be. He may not be like everyone else, but I'm not going to tell him that because I'm not going to discourage him. I want him to be his best. And you see, he ended up being one of the smartest people at that time. And we're going to talk about the truth and what God calls you and the importance of what God calls you. Because not everything that you've been told as an as a child through your adult life has to be yours. You don't have to receive everything that you grew up with. God has something special for you, and it doesn't matter how you grew up. It matters now what you choose to do with that time you have now. Mm-hmm. So go ahead.
0: Yeah, and just like last week we got uh, in, in the mail, we got a check for someone that what, used to live here and... I just wrote back, return to sender because it didn't belong to me. And you choose what belongs to you. If it's not, if it doesn't have your name on it, I
1: thought that story was going so somewhere
0: else. Oh,
1: I thought you like completely changed topics. And no. yeah, if I- you, it doesn't have your <laughs> name
0: on it, you can return it to the sender. You don't yeah. have to receive that as absolute truth in your life. And even growing up, I know a lot of kids like i even in high in school i know a lot of kids <coughs> who grew up with parents that would sow in words of discouragement into a child like you're dumb you will amount to nothing when you grow old you will yeah, just stuff like that, yeah, and you, hear it you a see lot. that worldwide. But the thing is, you need to know the absolute truth. You mm-hmm. might not have a mom like Albert Einstein that will teach you, that will baby you, that will um, feed into you. I, I needed to be the person to. What did my mom saying? What you guys eating? I don't know why Zing's eating on our broadcast, but he is eating.
1: Chocolate-covered coffee beans.
0: Yeah, we went to the Amish store, and now he is wanting to eat on our broadcast. Right. But anyways...
1: <laughs> good.
0: What was I saying? I
1: don't know.
0: But what people say about you, it doesn't need to be truth. You can trade mm-hmm. out that lie for <coughs> the Word of God. And so I'm going to just read a scripture from John 8, 31 and 32, and it says... Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And then I have John seventeen, seventeen. And it says, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is the truth. So the word of God is the truth. Mm-hmm. And so you have to trade out that lie that might have been sown right. into you from a child age. to Now you have to um, begin to feed the word of God and trade that out yeah. for the ultimate truth.
1: Yeah. And it's all about what you allow yourself to believe. You can either believe God's word or you can believe man's word. And that's what you have to choose. Romans, um, I believe in chapter 3, says, Let God be true and every man be a liar. Mm-hmm. You have to decide what word you're going to believe. You, and that's the biggest excuse you hear people in today's generation is, I was raised in this. I was raised in that. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. Well, that's the cup you were handed. Now you have to do something with it. You can't go back on that, but you don't make an excuse to always stay in the same position. Mm-hmm. You, if you're, Especially if you're a Christian, you have to know that God actually gave you something. If you're a Christian, you have way more benefits than anyone else around you. It doesn't matter if you have a millionaire kid who's sitting beside you who can get everything he wants. If you're a newborn believer in Christ, you can do more than what he can do yeah. because you have a rightful heir through Jesus Christ which makes you more powerful, which gives you more strength, which gives you more ability to create more wealth than what the person beside you has. It doesn't matter who you were. It doesn't matter if you didn't pay attention in school. It doesn't matter what your mom called you. It didn't matter what went on around you. God has called you something different. And God has a plan for you. You just have to realize God has something for me, and I'm not going to make excuses based on what people say to me. You have to choose what God says. It's important. And God's word is important. You have to know what the truth is. What the Bible says. The truth will set you free. What does God call you? What does God say you are? Not what man says. Man can say whatever you want. If someone says something to me in the street tonight, it's not going to affect me. It's not going to matter to me. Someone can call me whatever they want, but it has no impact on my life because it's coming from someone I don't respect. Just because someone calls you something doesn't mean that's what you have to receive. If I took every word from every person that ever said anything to me, I would get nowhere because there have been people that have said not so nice things to me. There have been people who have said cruel things. And even we had one guy who like blasted us on our broadcast one time just because of the fact that he didn't like what we were saying. He called us an idiot and said, we don't know what we're talking about. I could have taken that and I could have just, well, I just don't I just don't get him. Maybe we are an idiot. Well, that's <laughs> not what God called me to do. God has called me to preach to the captives and set people free. So what am I going to do? I'm going to do what God called me to do. He's anointed me. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah. So what do I got to take? What man says or what God says? You have to make everything into perspective. It doesn't matter the person. It only matters what God says. I may not know the guy, but if it was someone close to me, it doesn't matter what they say either. It only matters what the Bible calls you. And then you have to make God's revelation your own.
0: Yeah, And you you will have to do that You might not have someone that will Be there babying you and saying No this is what you are sweetie No this is what you are You are smart you, are, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you You will not have that If you're an adult you won't probably have that in your life Yeah you might have your husband that's over there That's encouraging you But I'm sure that will probably drain you mm-hmm. If you had to keep telling me No you're pretty No you're smart No you're this and that because you need to have your own revelation And when the truth comes in you When you have revelation of the truth That's what will set you free That's what will tell you that Oh no, I am actually smart I'm actually this I'm actually called for a purpose I actually have a plan for my life But you have to feed the word of God in yourself You have to be the one You're not going to have a mom That's going to be keep baby uh, <coughs> Spooning you that Spoon yeah.
1: feeding. Spoon feeding, that yeah. thing. Yeah, sorry. I don't know how to talk, but... Spoon feeding you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you have to realize what God says is ultimate truth, no matter what everyone else around you says, and you have to get your confidence from the Word of God. It has to be something that you receive from the Word of God yourself, and many people have a lot of, um, un- what's the word I'm looking for? Not uncomfortable, comfortabilities. it's another word, um... Insecurities. A lot, people have a lot of insecurities in life because of things they went through and they deal with things their entire life because they never know what God did for them. They ha- may have a problem with their looks, but if the Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made, then that's what God calls you. If God created you, then why don't you look at yourself as that? If God looks at his creation and calls it beautiful, why would you call it ugly? Just because someone else called you ugly, that's his opinion. That doesn't, that's her opinion. That doesn't matter what everyone else says or what God says. And, and, you know, many people take the word of man for way too much. People are like professional critics, especially in this time. Everyone has an opinion about everything. People feel like you could start a business and people have cr- like critiques about everything and they're still working at Walmart. So don't listen to people. Listen to the word of God and what God calls you. Yeah.
0: I have a um, scripture. 2 Corinthians 5.17. It says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old, the old life has gone. A new life has begun. That's very weird. Mm-hmm a weird translation, but um, other translation it says that the old has gone, the new has come. So when you become a Christian, when you receive Jesus into your heart, you are now a new <coughs> creation. You are now a new person. What you have been raised in, you might have been raised in a poverty, poverty house. You might have parents that didn't really have much. But the word of God says that he has become poverty so you can become mm-hmm. rich. So you have to not... Live by what you have grown up in, and you have to feed yourself the word of God. Yeah,
1: the old is gone, the new is come. Truth without fact is only opinion. What is fact for the believer? The word of God. The word of God is your facts. It's what your truth should be based on, not the opinions of everyone else. So dig into the word of God. What does the word of God say about you? And when you get saved, your life changes. You no longer have to go by the opinion of man because you have a new rule that applies for you. Mm-hmm. You were a child of God. God. The old has gone, the new has come. What is the new? If you're a new creature in Christ, You have Jesus living on the inside of you. The Bible says that you were crucified with Christ and raised with him into heavenly places. So what does that tell you? You are a child of God. You are a child of the Most High God. You have an authority that most people don't have. You have something different that everyone else around you doesn't have. And that's the authority of God. You have to look at yourself as different. You have to look at yourself as someone set apart for this period of time. And and that's the only way you ever, like, and again, you see it. People walk around with their heads down and, and look defeated. Don't be that person. Walk with your head held high. You're a child of the Most High God. Kings don't walk with their heads down. Princes don't walk with their heads down. People in poverty walk with their heads down. People that mean nothing walk with their heads down. If you are a newborn believer, then walk with your head held high. God has done something great in your life. You are a great person.
0: You're a great person. No, no, that sounds really funny. <laughs> no, but the thing is, even the the story of Paul in his life, mm-hmm. he killed Christians. Yeah. And you see what he did for God after that. Um, mm mm-hmm. The thing is it doesn't matter what your past is it doesn't matter what you grew up in. you might have grown up in a home where your family your parents have um split up they it might have been in an abusive home you might have been in a verbally abusive home, which I believe that is what can shape a child's life is verbal, verbal abuse, abuse. Yeah. i've been called names in school i've grown up in Yeah, I've grown up and I've been called every name in the book at school. But now, because I'm a new creature, what that said, what people said about me is not truth. The word of God says that I am beautiful. The word of God says that he created me in his image. And that's all. It will take time to dig in. It will take work to dig into the word of God and mm-hmm. know who you are in Christ. And that's the ultimate thing you need to do is know who you are in Christ. Yeah.
1: Make your truth the word of God. Yeah. And it's the only way you're going to be able to stand. Cuz when people come and say stuff, you have to know have something to rely back on. That's why people fall. You I mean, there who is it? This Oh man, I can't think of their name. There's one celebrity who like was writing. The one thing that bothered her is what people say on her Twitter feed. And like what critique she gets and she said sometimes people will write something and and that'll mess her up for an entire day. I couldn't imagine living life like that. Where someone writes me a a bad thing. And especially if you're like publicized like how this person is. You know, you're going to have people write on your stuff all the time. And and now you're in the shower crying all day because you can't handle it. I couldn't even imagine living life like that. Where you have such an insecurity that there's no faith in anything. Your faith should be in God. God God should be your comfort. And I think that's something that every believer has to learn is God is there for you. God is your comfort. God is your source. And it is important to realize that. Every person has insecurities that they have to do with. Make God your source. Make God your comfort. Mm-hmm. Make God your reliance so those things can be rooted out. It's the only way they work.
0: And I think women deal with insecurities a lot more than men. And they think that sleeping with men, (coughs) men looking at them. So that's why they use shirts that is Mm -hmm. low. And they use shorts that are high so they can see their booty. And they feel like that's what defines them. When a guy looks at them and they see that they're pretty, that's what makes them feel loved. Mm -hmm. But that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You need to know who you are in Christ. You need to know that you are loved. You need to know that you are created in the image of God. I'm going to read a scripture from Ephesians 2.10. It's one of my favorite scriptures. It says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things he planned for us a long time ago. Long time ago. I just added long time ago. But planned for us long ago. So we are God's masterpiece. We are mm-hmm. God's handiwork and we are created in his image. We are the only thing that God created with his with His hand. He created yeah. us with the dust from the earth.
1: Everything he- else God spoke. Man is the only thing God ever like took time to create. You're the only thing God ever took any time to create. Did you know that? God did not take time to create a dog. God took time to create you. Isn't that amazing? Everything else in the Garden of Eden, everything else God created, He just spoke. But man, it says He molded and formed in His own image and He breathed into man. Yeah. And and that's such an amazing thing. God didn't take time with anyone else except for you as a believer. God isn't taking time with the animals. God isn't taking time with other people. He's taking time with you. He wants to make you new. He wants to refresh you as a newborn believer in Christ. He has good things for you.
0: And that's what it says. It says so we can do the things he planned for us long ago. hmm The scripture in I is it in Isaiah? Jeremiah. It talks about he knew us, he knew us before in our mother's womb. Yeah, he knew one. us
1: before Yeah, he knew us in our mother's womb. What is it? Jeremiah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah. And It says, so we can do things that he planned for us long ago. What are things that God planned for us long ago? He planned for us to prosper on this earth. He said, be fruitful and multiply. He wanted us to multiply on this earth. He wants you to do great things. He wants you to multiply. He wants you to be fruitful. He wants the believer to be someone people can look up to and say, man, he is anointed by God. That's what makes the difference between what we see now and what we see then. Christians are the lowest in the poverty rank next to Buddhists. And that's crazy. Because, I mean, if you rank Christians right above Buddhists, Buddhists believe in being poor. That's what's so crazy about it. Buddhists' whole religion is based on being poor and having nothing. And then Christians come in right next after it. Who would want to be a Christian? Why not be fruitful? Why not look different? Why not follow what God's word says and, and do what God told you to do? People will turn their hearts. When you have something that people desire, that's when people turn. But if there's no outside fruit, if you look just as bad as everyone else, then people aren't going to care. People aren't going to want to turn. It's not going to make a difference to them. If a Christian is going through the same struggles as everyone else in life, what difference will it make if he repents or not? Because he can't see anything. But if you as a believer choose to have a different mindset and look different than the rest of the world, people will turn. And people will look at you and say, man, they got to figure it out. They look different than everyone else. They look special. What are they doing different? You can be an example to this earth just by choosing to have your faith in God, just by choosing to have confidence in God. People don't have confidence in this day and age. People don't have confidence. They get confidence in what they wear. People get confidence in what people say on social media. If you look at the studies with social media,
0: yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah,
1: what, how, what goes on in the human brain when they see like someone like a photo? or like It's crazy. People get so much. It's like that's what their whole basis is off of is what attention they get on social media. It is important for you to know. It doesn't matter how many likes you get on your Facebook feed. God still loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. He wants you to do great things. It doesn't matter. But people base their whole life off of the clothes they wear, off of their social media platform, off of this outward persona of what life is Mm -hmm. living. But that's not what God says. God has created you in his own image. God has a wonderful plan for your life. You just have to be willing to accept what God has for you. And your life will completely look different. Your life will completely change. That's what he did with me. That's what he did with her. Our own insecurities, he's worked out through the love of God. I mean, we have insecurities no matter who you are. You're going to have insecurities in life. You're going to have things that happen in your life that will cause you to have a hard time dealing with something. People have insecurities naturally. You can't go through life without having any insecurities. It's impossible. There are things... With that, in the natural where things are just going to happen in life and that's a fact but with God he pulls those things out of you yeah. and that's what makes you look different than the rest of the world is when you don't deal with the same things everyone else says you are different you look different you even smell different you walk with your head high you look like you actually have things figured out it changes things yeah amen, amen. do you have anything else?
0: No, I don't. No. All right. I would just say to read the word of God. If, you're, if you don't have a Bible, we'd love to send you a Bible. But the word of God is important for your life. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know the word of God, then you'll have all these insecurities. You'll not know who you are in Christ. And a lot of people commit suicide because they don't feel like they have a purpose. They don't feel like they're worth anything. They amount to anything because of what maybe they've grown up in. Mhm. Yeah. And then the people also end up doing nothing with their lives and because They feel like, oh, my mom said that I'm always stupid. I don't need to Mm -hmm. do this. I don't, I'm just gonna stay here and work at the gas station. Yeah. Because that's all I can do. That's all my mom told me I can amount to is being a cashier at the, at the gas station. But no, God said you can do more. God said even last week we talked about the mind of Christ, putting on the mind of Christ. God gave us access to that. Yeah. And you need to wash your, your, your mind with the Word of God. And that's what it talks about in Ephesians 5.26, that you wash your mind with the Word of God. And that's how you trade out the lies that you have believed, Yeah, maybe up to this point.
1: Be transformed by the renewing of your mind.
0: Yeah. And you transform it with the Word of God. And so even if you're watching here today or you're watching the replay video and even the scripture in Second Corinthians 5.17, it says that when you are... You are. Let me read it to you. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. And the new life has begun. And so... If you don't even know what belonging to Christ is, if you've never you don't know that you you do belong to Christ or so you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. We want to give you that opportunity today. We want to give you, we want you to have the opportunity to have new life. And so you can just say this prayer with me. It's easy as this. Say, "Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me, cleanse me. I confess" That Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that He has been risen from the dead. I am saved. I am redeemed, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. That's what Romans 10:9 says: if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he has been risen from the dead, you will be saved. And when you become Part of Christ, when you become a new you become a new person, the old life has gone. Now you are a new creature. You are a new creation in Christ. What the Word of God says, that's who you are now. But you have to feed yourself the Word of God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's important. And we'd love to help you with that. If you have any questions at all about starting your relationship with Jesus Christ or dealing with any insecurities or anything from your past that may be holding you down, We'd love for you to give us a call. We'd love for you to get in contact with us. We'd love to help you. Because, I mean, there are so many people who deal with things their entire life that Jesus already paid for. Yeah. And they they just carry them. And they don't know it. Yeah, and they don't know that God paid for them. They don't know what the Word of God says. They they don't know what God already paid for. So they walk their entire life with these things that hold them down. Their entire life. And it's such a sad thing to see. We want to help you. We want to reach out to you. We want to make a connect with you. And if you have anything, please send us a message on Messenger. We'll be sure to reply. We would love, for you to, we'd love to pray with you. And if anything you need, we'd love to help you out. If you need a Bible, you don't have a Bible, we'd love to get a Bible in your hands. It's important. Knowing the Word of God will help yeah. you fight the enemy. Knowing the Word of God will help you work through these insecurities we're talking about.
0: Yeah, and even if you have anything that you want us to touch on, any topics, (coughs) send us a message. We won't call you out. We won't say this is... Yeah, any questions. We we want to help people out. We want to share the Word of God and teach the Word of God with people, Mm -hmm. and yeah, and we want people to walk out the purpose that God has for them, because... There's a lot of people that are committing suicide because they don't feel like they have a purpose. They don't feel like there's someone who loves them. Man fails, but God's love never fails. So you have to trust in that. Mm -hmm. We'll fail each other. And so if I trusted or I gauged my emotions on if he loves me, all the time, even if we might not show it at times, we would probably be, I would probably be doomed. <laughs> because you need to know that God loves you yeah. more. And that's the relationship that's most important is the relation relationship with Jesus Christ. And yeah. we want to help you with that. Yeah.
1: And then everyone have a great day. It was nice chatting with you and.
0: And go buy you some.
1: Go buy you some chocolate covered coffee beans. They are great and we've eaten a lot of them. Yeah.
0: It's
1: probably why I feel like I've just had like a major crash. Like. I mean, when you put like.
0: Hi, Kai. Are you on here? Love you, Auntie Denise. Love you, Denise. Kai, are you on here? Hi. Who's on here? Hi, Mom. Are you here, Mom? Mm. Hi, Auntie We're done, but you can watch the replay video. And if you said that prayer with us, please let us know. We want to help you
1: out. There's your mom. She just liked it again. Oh, now she's laughing.
0: Oh. How come you laughing, Mom? Okay. Mm. Love you
1: guys. Everyone have a Bye. good day. Love you.